0: Welcome to, I'm going to say, podcast episode number four. Uh, First one being Dave, second one being Brian, third one being Andrea, and now I'm sat with John Bastian. Well, hello, sir. Hello, young man. How are you today? (laughs) I'm doing great. How are you doing? Um, You've had a lot of roles across your journey with YFC. A few, yeah. Um, what, What do you do at the moment?
1: Uh, so at the moment I am, uh, the title is CFO and COO. So I oversee kind of the finances and the operations of the international office. So make sure that everything here is running smoothly so that our folks, uh, on the ground that are doing ministry are getting their money on time, getting the right amount of money, and that we're being good stewards with the money and it's going where it's supposed to go. Excellent. I mean, you say it in one sentence and I'm sure it's a lot more
0: challenging than that. Um, So I mean, in in finance, in in that kind of, because I want to talk about some of the other stuff you do in a bit, but what's the tricky bit about finance? What is it that people don't know that actually causes you the most stress? Hmm.
1: Uh, The tricky part of finance with our international family is probably just all the different places and ways that we send money. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, trying to get it, um, you know, it's one thing to get into other currencies, uh, but we have different uh, registrations and names of accounts, and in some places, um, they may not be too keen on what we're doing, yeah. and so we have to find some creative ways to get money to different places uh, for what we believe God's called us to. Yeah. So that can uh, create some uh, interesting scenarios of, of getting those funds out the door. Yeah. But we've got different ways to do that. We've got ways to double-check that it gets to where it's supposed to and that it's being used the right way. And I suppose one of the ways that
0: you, I say double-check, but we don't double-check through this way, is you get to travel. You get to go to some amazing places. For sure. So how does that work? <laughs> how, how come you can travel? What is it you do when you travel?
1: Yeah, there's a couple things. So... Um... You know, anyone that's worked with Youth for Christ knows that our YFC family around the world is extremely relational. And really the way that we operate as a movement is through relationships. Yeah, yeah. If um, if those folks on the field don't know what we're doing here, we don't know each other on a personal basis to have that trust, then uh, we can run into some issues. So part of my role in travel is just to get to know some of our leaders around the globe uh, so that they know who we are. We, You know they know they know us. We know them, and um, and that's a key part of it is building those relationships. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Some of the travel is to see specific projects. So maybe there's larger projects that we've done uh, where we sent larger amounts of funds, and we just want to make sure that uh, the building or the vehicle (laughs) or whatever it is, the youth center that we send money for, actually uh, exists. Yeah, yeah. And there's youth in it. Um, So some of it is to check on that. But a lot of the travel is when our family is gathering, whether that's a area gathering or regional gathering, when they're coming together, then I can see a number of folks at once and kind of check in with everybody. Because that's the thing that, we are a relational
0: organization. Yeah. And I think it's certainly one of the things I've noticed the most is that if we're just an email, if we're just a, a face on a web page, um, it's harder to get good responses and build a relationship mm-hmm. But once you've turned up, once you're actually a human that's mm-hmm. been and yeah. and they've managed to kind of get you to eat some of the awkward and embarrassing foods yeah. that they only give to tourists, right. it really changes the dynamics of, of just the way that we are a family, a YFC yeah. family.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, what I would say is it just it builds trust, and um, when when you're working in this and you're working with finances or you're working with getting reporting back and those kind of things to have that trust um just helps everyone out in our effectiveness so uh that way when i'm sending emails they know who it is i tend to get answers a little bit quicker yeah yeah and uh they know why i'm asking the questions it's not that i'm second guessing them but just needing to know what's happening so we can relay that back to our partners so i would say a lot of that is that trust piece
0: Absolutely. Um, The question that I always get asked, and I know that you get asked, people say, oh, where's your favorite place to go? Who are the best people? And all things like that. So I'm going to avoid all of that conversation. Okay, okay? But I am going to ask food-wise. So what is not the worst food? Because I don't think there are any bad foods. It's just your uh, perception of what flavor is. But where have you been... Um you've had something that surprised you where you 've looked at it and just thought i but then you 've eaten it or you've or you've drunk it and gone that 's amazing okay
1: that's amazing let 's think here. I mean, what comes to mind right away um is the Mediterranean food and uh Lebanon is one that comes to mind mm. um i've never gone hungry in Lebanon. <laughs> <laughs> they barely allow you to uh have a break between Meals, absolutely, and am always uh, overfed, but very good food. So, uh, I've, yeah, I've had Mediterranean before, or what I thought was Mediterranean, and then actually to be there and have Lebanese food was pretty incredible, and definitely some unique flavors and different things that I'd never tried before. So, I'd say that's one of them. Excellent. I mean, because that's the thing;
0: it's the hospitality. And it's, I was at a school talking this morning, and they're like, you know, where's your favorite place to go? What's your favorite food? And I can, like, I can tell you my favorite at the moment. Right. But I have, I've never felt unsafe anywhere. Sure. I've never been hungry. Right.
1: Anywhere. Right. Well fed, well looked after. So it's, it becomes a real tricky one. But, yeah, yeah. Um... No, I've had some amazing experiences. Some of my early trips and travel were to East Africa. And um, just the hospitality, again, that you see in places uh, cool. like Kenya and Rwanda and uh, Burundi. And just... Uh, Uganda just amazing how they treat you and again always wanting to feed you make sure you've had enough and uh yeah I've seen that all over the place and we've got a major conference coming up later on in yeah. here yeah yeah Where an
0: opportunity for all of these people that we interact with to come together yeah.
1: under one roof are you excited oh for sure I mean um with Youth for Christ, what we talked about with relationships and being together, that's a huge part of what we are. Yeah. And uh, have not been together, we're coming up on six years since our last General Assembly. Wow. Um, it's tough. I mean, it's uh, hard to believe it's been that long, but obviously we've all been through uh, this COVID thing, and uh, we're excited though that we can be back together later this year. I think there's going to be high demand and a lot of people there and really excited that we can get together outside of Amsterdam, uh, in the Netherlands. Yep. And I think we're going to have an amazing time together. So how many people do you, are we expecting? Ah. I mean, I'd love it to put it. Be- yeah. It depends on who you ask. So, uh, you know, I typically would be your more conservative one cause I'm working on the budget and the numbers <laughs> and I got to make sure it all works. Yep. Um, and you know, our events typically are between 250 and 400 people. Um, but I would say that there is a lot of pent up demand and there's also a lot of young leaders that are really excited to come yeah. and join us. Uh, so it's not going to surprise me if, um, we're actually in the 400 to 500 range. So that's kind of what I'm thinking in my head. And, um, we'll see here, we're going to open registration, hopefully in a few weeks, and we'll start seeing what the early demand is. And that'll kind of help us to know what is it we're, we're expecting and are it's we coming. prepared? Yeah. Did I did I hear a rumor about uh, an overflow in a cruise ship? You did hear that rumor, <laughs> and that is a rumor. Uh, there is no cruise ship. Um, <laughs> I know that it was a joke. Yeah, there's some. Uh, we do have a main hotel which will hold uh, roughly 500 550 of us. If we actually looks like we're going to exceed that number, then there are a couple other hotels really within walking distance that uh, we can get some other folks at. So we have the possibility to you know to take over 500 people and. We'll just kind of see how this goes. Excellent. And it's going to be both an in-person,
0: online. So, I mean, there's just going to be no excuse for not attending.
1: Yeah, that's true. And I don't, you know, so we're working on the, obviously the the in-person like we've done before. And uh, yeah, we're going to do a little bit of uh, a new thing Mm -hmm. where we have- I'm interested in that. Yeah, we have this uh, online presence. I wonder who could talk about. Actually, Martin, could you tell me just a little bit about what you're thinking on that a little well, teaser? It's really interesting little teaser. Yeah, we're gonna
0: we're gonna create a a parallel live streaming, possibly live streaming experience, predominantly pre-recorded, uh, to give a flavour of what actually happens at GA. Really, the it's for those who can't make it. Yeah. You know, like you say, there's going to be a lot of people coming. There's a lot of demand. Uh, But there's also a lot of people hit hard by COVID that just can't afford to or are just not sure. So you want to give them the best online GA experience. So they go, do you know what? I'm going to make sure I'm there in three years' time. There you go. Because there's no no international pandemics that are going to be impacting us between now and then. And we're putting together a team. So, yeah, we're really excited. Uh, i looking do a, forward to it. Going to do a whole podcast just on that. Okay, so I'm right. excited. Yeah, yeah, all right. I was trying to trick you into telling me all about it with me pretending that I didn't know anything about it. So you did a good job there. You flipped it back. <laughs> um, all right, drawing to a close. Um, what haven't I asked you
1: that I should have asked you? Uh, ah, uh, ah, ah. See here. Um, probably like what? What's the stuff you do that people don't? Know that you do, but no, now okay. I have to think of my answer. So, oh, yeah, oh, but, okay. So, John,
0: yeah. So, what is it? Do you do that? People actually now. What is your
1: what is your secret skill? Secret skill. Let's go with your <laughs> secret skill. Well, secret skill has become a little bit less of a secret, but I can make a pretty good latte. Okay. Yeah. Well, At the office, you can. A yeah. Vanilla? So no, not vanilla. What was it? Yeah, thing? I can do vanilla, vanilla if you like. I can do a mocha. Okay. Yeah. So. That's my secret skill. That uh, you know, if this doesn't pan out, I can uh, hopefully go get a <laughs> get a role as a barista somewhere. So, so the thing is, oh, you visit all these nations; yeah. they
0: give you this amazing food, uh, uh, national experience, and things like that. A show, that, and you're saying, "Hey, come and visit me in the international office, and I'll make you an exceptional latte." Absolutely, I mean, that's for quite sure. a good deal. To be yeah, fair, for sure, for sure. sure. Well, John, thank you so much for
1: absolutely taking
0: some time out of your day. Uh, it's been fun talking to you and everybody watching online and listening uh, thank you for joining uh, and look out for the next edition of the podcast that explores who on earth are the people inside the international office and um what do they actually do <laughs> what do you do john he doesn't know all right cheers and goodbye